to some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters? I'm Shah. I'm Ollie. And we are Creeping It in the Family, a podcast where we dish details about all things horror. Episode 58. Episode I believe 58. This was the one I was worried about getting wrong because I haven't got notes for the past two things. Oh, that could have screwed you up. I wrote them on pieces of paper as opposed to in the book. I, I write everything in the book. Sometimes I forget if I'm at work, I've just got to make do with what I've got. And then the mini episodes. It sounds like you're in the sticks at work. <laughs> <laughs> just got to make do with what I got. I have, to, I have to write him on wall, on the wall in mud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this week we were looking at Vacancy, a 2007 film starring Luke Wilson and Kate Beckinsale. Overall opinion? It was good. You rate it very highly. I was more chuffed because I was like, oh shit. Because when you... So this was Oliver's first thing that he said when he was watching the trailer after the last episode and he went... Shar, is this a comedy? <laughs> I was like, no. No, it's not a comedy. And then I started thinking, oh shit, is it one of those films where I thought it was really good when I was younger, but actually is really shite in I think it life. was the way that, the, the what do you call them? The trailer. It was cut up as if it was going to be, and I think the main actor, is he quite? Luke Wilson. Has he been in quite a few comedies? Kate Beckett, yeah. That that might be why that's They're both very famous it. though. They're both high budget actors. Yeah, it was good. I've got to admit, the wife did my fucking head in throughout this film. Kate she, Beckinsale? Yeah, she. I just thought her character f- fucking pissed me off a lot. All she did was moan. Just moan, moan all the time throughout the film. And at times I thought it was a bit unnecessary, the fact that how much she was moaning. But I suppose I was trying to... You know, like how the, I think The Strangers did it really subtle, where you could tell that there wasn't on a great place. Whereas these ones, it was constant spitting back and forth. And it... It worked for a lot of it, but then at other times I thought, when things hit the fan and she was still making these comments, I thought, surely you drop it for now, like your your fucking life's in danger. I don't know, I think it's agitation, and we've got to remember from The Strangers that they were in a very different place to these two. These two are already married and getting a divorce over a tragic incident. I know, I know, but I I just, just like maybe it's just because I've... I've been in a long-term relationship and I fucking ain't moaning. So when I hear moaning, I was like... I, it's like Here I, we I, go. Sometimes I just went, oh, Shah, shut up, man. I was like, fucking hell, no, it's not Shah. Yeah, it, it was a good film and I, I'd watch it again. It, it, was, it wasn't very scary, but it was very entertaining. It was good to watch. Yeah, I didn't think it was scary. There was some good jump scares there was, in there. There, was some good there were a couple of bits where there, even yeah. I was like... There's, like, there's a scene where I remember he pops up at the window, like the masked figure pops up at the window, and I was waiting for it to happen, because I was like, this is what I remember from the whole film, and I was like, shit happened, and it did make me jump. So let's start out. Uh, The credits took the piss, I'll just say that right now. It did take about a solid five minutes to get through the opening title sequence, and it just didn't stop. And it sort of led you to believe it was going to be, weirdly, a psychological horror, because of like it was it was all in red and black and it was all mazes and stuff yeah. like that and it was like I, I didn't really understand the concept of that, but hey ho. So we meet Amy and David who are a couple. They have engine problems after David swerves a raccoon on the road, which I would also swerve. I believe she was pissed off at him for it, but I'd yeah, I would have swerved. I think if I see anything living in the road, yeah, I'll try you don't know what I mean. I, I I know 
like we don't have a problem with raccoons here like it's not a uk thing but even so like if i see an animal on the road I'm yeah out the way, like regardless, regardless of what yeah. it is you'd, you'd swerve so there's a big pointless conversation it, they are very much sort of like sniping at each other a little bit it's quite cold and distant towards them but they do end up having to stop for gas and we learn just through the opening scene where she pulls she pulls out the picture of the kid and she starts having like she has a little cry in the car yeah and so we sort of it's implied that yeah, they've I'll, lost I'll put a in child my notes, I'm guessing that they lost a son, but there's no actual... And I just thought it was a very random place to start the, crying about it. There's no clarification until quite later on in the film, is there? No. But they end... <laughs> this made me laugh, when at the end he was like, oh no, you'll be fine to coax along, you, you'll get there, it's yeah. not a problem. And then he was he gives him the money anyway, and he's like, oh, you get a sparkler. I was like, a gas station. I, I put that sparkler at the gas station, very interesting choice of free <laughs> present. <laughs> Have a sparkler. Light us all up. I wonder what the point of that was because it's it, the Fourth of July weekend. I think I know, but the, the the sparkler, the way it got quite got a lot of screen do time. Do you think I thought maybe, maybe it's? I didn't know if it was symbolising something or. It, do you think it maybe it's letting meaning. them know something? I don't know. I mean, I I don't really know how close the yeah, car is to the motel enough I, for I it think, to still I think be going. I think it's quite close because you. When the when they go back to the gas station, you can see the sign for the motel next to it. I think it's right next door. And that the, when they go up, when they use that tunnel, when they come up, they're in the gas station. They go, I thought they were in the, a different gas station. I thought it was the one next to it. I thought it was a different one. I thought they had like a garage on site. Yeah, the ga- the it, garage is the gas station. Yeah, but I thought it was one on site. I thought it was different to this one, but maybe I'm wrong. I thought, no, I think it is. But a, this I guy was just, clearly yeah, in on it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was one of the because killers. Because he was one of the killers, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, they end up breaking down, and there's definite tension between the two because they end up going off with a flashlight to find help. And they end up at a motel, and as soon as they walk in, they're screaming, and they're sort of looking around like, what the fuck? Yeah. And ring the bell, and the guy's like, oh, it's... It's horror films, yeah, it's like film, things yeah. get boring around here. But little do they know, it's actually a snuff film from yeah. a horror that's actually, you know, that's a real thing to them. And this guy is sus as fuck. Like, straight away, you know this guy is up to no good. But then I play, is it a double red herring? Like, so we might look sus as fuck, but he's actually alright. Or yeah. he ends up trying to save him. And See, I put down when the when the gas station guy ch- helped help to fix the car. Um, I put my plot guess is that what he's actually done is damage the car up, even yeah. more for him to break down. So I thought he was overly nice, so he's definitely going to have a part to play in being a dickhead later. Yeah. And then, like you're saying with the with the motel owner, there was a case. I'm I'm being double bluffed here because the first guy it was, was really, so obvious. The first guy was really nice. He's going to turn out to be evil. I bet the guy who we all think is going to be evil might turn out to yeah. actually be okay. Yeah, that's the thing with this film. There was no, but I, I, I'm not saying it needed it, but it. It had um, there was no suspicion anywhere. There was no mystery in it. No, it was very it, much. It was we more, know these people. Yeah, it was like you know who it is. You know what they're doing. Um, it, it's more like hush kind of vibes where there's no mystery to who's behind the mask. You know who's doing this, but it's just the film's based more on the severity of what they're doing as opposed to why they're doing it. Yeah, because they they're doing it for money. It's it's purely to get paid from it. Yeah, it's that, it's that, a business. That took a bit later on, which we'll get to. Uh, that was that was. It was very well done. Yeah, it was well done, yeah. Yeah. But they so the motel guy is really the it's really it's a really unnecessarily awkward exchange. It seems like, well, you need dimes for the thing, but the guy's not there and like he 
fills his pocket with dimes and yeah. stuff. And it's just, it, it's unnecessarily awkward, but they end up uh, deciding to stay because there's no there's no way they're going to get anywhere that night. The garages are all closed up. He's not going to be back until the morning, and it, it's pretty much done. Weird shift for the gas station clerk, that. Imagine, because I think it's 4am by the time they get into the hotel room. Yeah. So they must have spoken to the gas station guy, the one who helped with the car, about half an hour before, maybe. Mm. Maybe an hour, but I'd say it was more about half an hour. And then, uh, actually, they had to walk that mile, so maybe about an hour. Mm. And then, so he finished. he's finished work about three, and then he's back at eight o'clock, he says. That's, yeah, that's it's a, a bit of a weird... of a shift, that, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit of a killer. Finish at three in the morning, back at eight in the morning. But the guy says, the manager says to him, you know, would you like to upgrade to the honeymoon suite? And they're like, no, it's all right, thanks. And he's Pretty like, extra oh. $5, which yeah. made me laugh. And then he's like, oh, no, it's all right, I'll give you it anyway. Because they need him in. Yeah, that's they why the cameras are rigged up. They need them in there, up. don't they? Well, that's why the cameras are rigged up and that's why the tunnel's rigged up to it. So all that's to yeah, that room that's specifically. the room. What would they do if two, two couples turn up on the same night? They'd be fucked, wouldn't they? <sighs> Only one of them would get the axe. Yeah, I suppose so. Because it all needs to be to that one room. It needs to be that one Unless room. Unless they've got them in all in the same room at some point, like just trapped them in there. Yeah, that could be how it works. Yeah. yeah. So, but you, you are right. So, so essentially, like... to anyone who watch this film, that it's like a, a one one floor motel, like America. You don't really get me here, do you? But the, you know, your typical American motel in the middle of a country road, like, yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Um, and all that, it, it's used as like a, a, well, a slaughterhouse, essentially. Someone will book in and stay there. There's all cameras rigged up into that room. There's tunnels underneath the the ground around the whole area, which includes the gas station and the motel and the car park. That all that sort of lead from like the motel reception to that room, the gas station to that room. It's that that room is rigged up for people to be killed on and filmed, and then mm. they sell them films to other people for I'm guessing a fairly high price. Fairly amount, high amount of money. Kind of like hostel like. Yeah, pain to be tortured. Yeah, pain to be tortured. Well, people are paying to watch it instead. Yeah. yeah. This is before the live stream days, I presume. Yeah. So, uh, well, it won't be. It's 2007, actually. So that would have still been a thing, I don't know. Nowhere near as popular, though, no, was it? No, it wouldn't have been as popular. That's so. Why, that's why I think Halloween Resurrection, that's the only thing it does do. It's, it was before it, it was its before, time. It was before live streaming was popular. So you've got it, to give it credit for that. I feel like if they'd have had a decent budget with Resurrection. If it weren't Michael Myers, I'd have loved that film. But yeah. That's not what Michael Myers is about. No, it's not. If it had, And if it had been done on a decent budget and yeah. been done properly, it could have been a good film. But we'll come to that. I'm sure we'll yeah. hit Resurrection at some point. Do we point. have to watch all the Halloweens before? Or do we have to watch them all in order? I think we kind of do. Yeah, you've sort of got to. We've just got best start, not, not, start ploughing through. Them. Not including Rob Zombie's one though. No, that, that's like a different franchise. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. We'll just we'll work through the originals. All right. Okay, so the honeymoon suite is vile when they walk in. Like the whole place is disgusting. There's no wonder there's no guests there. And my question to you was, but is it as vile as Magger Oliver? <laughs> no. No. No, absolutely not. So Oliver went to Magger. They, they had a bed. That's true, you didn't have a bed. How much was this hotel? Uh, I think the holiday was like 680 quid. It wasn't cheap. But it, we booked it late, so it was a, it was basically that or nothing. And I think I, it was either that or sleep on the beach. And at the time, I was like, yeah, if I could go back in time, <laughs> sleep on the beach. Bring a fucking sleeping bag and sleep on the beach. It was a traumatic Yeah, it was a hotel you. that's closed down now, believe Funnily it or not. Funnily enough. But we, we looked on the pictures on the wall. It's a little story time. We looked on the pictures on... on TripAdvisor and there was there was some questionable photos that loads of reviews were like 
maids are thieves like don't leave anything unlocked the doors don't lock your patio doors don't lock um one of them which ironically is the room my mate got had has adolf is alive scratched into the door um the air con i went in and all the wires were sticking out i thought oh the air con work grab the wire and it fucking zapped me so there's just live wires sticking out the walls um the shower water I, I, I wasn't the clearest the, the sh- Basically, it wasn't the clearest. Ba- it was uh, ocean water. Yeah, but basically, you didn't you didn't take your your, your sliders or your flip flops off once you was in the hotel. They stayed on your feet. The ho- the elevator stunk of sick, where people had been thrown up, and obviously it had just never been like there were sick stains everywhere. I went to sit on my bed and on a wooden bed. You know, you've got the wooden panels underneath that supports a mattress. There was none of them, so I just sat on the bed, and the whole mattress went down. So I slept on the mattress <laughs> on the balcony for for a week. Yeah, it was a it was a rough hotel. Someone, someone threw shitty boxes off the top floor and slapped in front of reception. Uh, <laughs> someone threw the TV in the room into the pool. Someone threw a smash mirror into the pool. Someone threw a mattress off the roof, which I've got a video of. Yeah, it was a it was a rough hotel. It was kill or be killed or just hide. <laughs> and which did you do? Hide. There was this big fucking Russian security guard as well that that made it. The, the way he acted was like you were staying in the Ritz, like. You're not allowed to bring bottles in, lads. Alright, what about the smash mirror in the fucking pool? Should you be cleaning that up instead of telling me I can't bring a bottle in? But yeah, so I'd, I'd rather stay in. Even knowing what goes on, I'd have probably still fancied my chances staying at this hotel. <laughs> I would I'd have hedged my bets. I lost, I, there's still parts of me left in that hotel. Like, <laughs> I've seen things that no man should see. <laughs> okay, so we've. Uh finalise the fact that Oliver would rather stay at a snuff film hotel yeah, than the hotel 100%. in Maga. So they we know that they're divorcing and I was just like when they were explaining where they'd been, like how awkward attending your parents' anniversary. Like it's some it was one of their parents and yeah. the other ones were in laws. When they'd broken up, I'd have been like and they would have to pretend they were together yeah, as well. Like, together, that's yeah. awkward. Mm. David seems to be more regretful about the divorce than Amy, she seems to be pretty set on it, but he seems pretty heartbroken. A- Amy seems a problem. Not this in, in like a, a like Amy's fault way, but later on in the film, there's a part where they're arguing about the boy that they lost, and what's his name, Dave? David. Da- David tries to speak about him, not in a nasty way, and Amy Amy instantly shuts him down and starts blaming him for stuff. Yeah. And he's like, I want to be able to talk about him as if. So it's like she can't move on from that, which is I'm not saying that's a it is a bad thing, but it's not her fault because something yeah. that devastating. Traumatic. Some people really struggle to move on, so it's it's almost like David still does love her and wants it to work and just wants to remember, but remember, remember the kid. But she's like, no, it, yeah, she's closed off, and I think that's why she wants a divorce because yeah, she can't seem I to agree. get over it when she's with Do him. Do we ever find out what happened to the kid? No, I don't think so. It'd be in, it would have been interesting to. It definitely wasn't of natural causes. It no. seemed like it was someone's someone's. Not, not not their fault, fault but, but responsibility. They, yeah, they it could have been different. In their kind care, of thing. Sort yeah, of in thing. their care. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it'd have been interesting to know what how it happened. How it yeah. happened because then we could, you know, there, there might be a whole thing where you know David was like drunk and the kid fell in the pool. Yeah, well, or she did. She like did. That, she or... did make that. She did make that. She made or, a comment. Often. She did make that comment. Oh shit! Yeah, that was really. I can't remember what the comment was made about. But Me it, neither. It, was, it wants some as if it was your fault. It was died, but well, maybe about spending time with him when he was alive or something, yeah. or giving him more attention. Yeah. Something along them lines. And so. he was like, "Why? Why do you do that every time I try yeah. and talk to him? You attack me." That's yeah. what he says to her. Yeah. So they 
it, it's still quite broken up and then the phone rings and nobody's there the door next door starts banging and i'm here for the fact that david's immediately pissed off for it like it's yeah. not just like oh my god what's that it's like you know calm the fuck down and he goes to stop and he goes to sort of tell him off and it's not the bangs that are coming from the front door they're coming from the adjoining room yeah. that's sort of bolted on so david tries to approach the motel manager and says there's somebody in room three and the they're banging a lot and yeah. they're making a lot of noise and it's like 4am whatever and it's not on at this hour and the manager says you know there's there's nobody in room three at all yeah. and he's like but I'll check it out don't you know don't worry he, about he says it, it might be kids that, that college kids that like to break in. in but what college kids are around there yeah. you know what I mean it's in the middle of and who breaks nowhere. into a fucking motel room out of all things yeah but yeah okay we'll carry I, on I wonder there. if the tapes of them being you know they found the tapes which comes up next yeah I wonder if they were left in there on purpose for, for people to watch because it seems like to to look at it from a criticizing the killer's perspective, it's very slack. They don't they let the, the, there's no surprise that, that David fought back because they're left in so many signs that this was going to happen. Something bad's about to happen. Yeah, like would did they want to, did did they get over cocky with all the people that have killed and thought let's over torment them and let yeah. them know what's about to happen? So was it the well, own yeah, fault that this not, didn't go smoothly? They never rush into it it's like it, it's very much like it's the strangers a, it's a very they cocky approach and yeah it's a very start. it's a very you fucked here there's no way out of it approach yeah so david then puts the tv on there's no reception so he puts on a video instead and it's watching videos of people dying now be honest he works out very fucking quickly that it's the same room i i don't think i'd recognize See, I, it i think you would purely because the room's that much of a shit or if if you went into a travel lodge or like a premier inn then yes but because that room is distinctively there's so many attributes about it that he's looked at and thought look at this look at the yeah, state maybe. of that and then in a the video he'd recognize it because he's just literally just seen them same things and thought i've just looked at them that sh- shitty bed or that awful sofa yeah okay fair enough yeah i get i get that i'll i'll acknowledge that so he starts checking around the room and there's cameras everywhere the electrics go off and start flickering. They try to climb out the window in the bathroom, but it's barred, so they can't. They don't have a chance there. And the apple that she'd bled on when they swerved the raccoon is in the room, but she'd left it in the car. In yeah. the car, so it's a sign of yeah, shit's about to go down. And you know what? To be fair to them, they do the right thing at this point. They turn the lights off yeah. and plan to run. You know, they make a plan. They don't want to give any suspicion of what they're doing. The masks. Come on, hit me masks with it. Masks are good. I, I think I put them down somewhere. Um, first impression of the masks are decent. They're, I thought so. They're good masks. They're, they're not, they're, I like the fact that you never get a really clear look at them either. So you mm. can't really... But they the look very distorted and just very un, unhuman, like, if you get what I'm saying. Not they sort, of, remi- but they like, sort of remind me of, like, you know, the... In, in Host, you know, the filter with the snake face. I haven't watched Host in a long time. Oh, yeah, I have. I was going to say, we I reviewed it about hostel. two weeks ago. Oh, the snake face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it sort of reminded yeah, yeah. me of that weirdly. It looked quite a bit like that, but that, that was just me. So she, they end up running back into the room because they know they're sort of cornered at this point. And she tries the bathroom and that's where the fucking jump scare is when she yeah. opens the Oh, God, that creeps me the fuck out. I hate that. 
So David manages to get to a payphone and calls the police. This was very good. Yeah. So, you know, the policeman answers. And at the start, you you sort of... Because you haven't seen enough, really, of the hotel manager to be able to decipher his voice. Yeah. Did you think it was the fo- hotel manager straight away? Or? Only from the trailer, because I watched the trailer before. Oh, yeah, shit. Forgot it was in the... Other, they, they o- otherwise, I wouldn't have. Yeah, they shouldn't have put that they in the trailer. They shouldn't have put that in the trailer, because that was a good feature. Can I just say about this point as well? I was thinking throughout this film, what would I be doing? I think once I saw the cameras, I'd try my best to destroy them or put put towels over it, like because I'd know, right? They obviously want to watch what's about to happen, or they're watching me. I'll cover it up. I'll destroy the cameras. Yeah, because that removes the footage. They, they don't know at the time, but that would have worked in the sense where they're not going to kill you without the cameras being on because they don't get paid. So mm-hmm. it it gives you that lifeline that they're not going to do any. I, I know he wouldn't know that. They but, have to get in the room to be able to put the footage back on. Yeah, so. exactly. So either cover them up with towels or at one point he, has, he rips the um, towel rail off, shove that through the vents and just smash the camera lens up, just destroy it like, or push mm. it back so they can't see what you're doing. Yeah. Because that, that's the advantage of having them. Once, once you remove the fact that they can't see and they don't know where they're going to be in that room. Yeah. So, But th- then we get later on that the guy's got a handheld camera. Which is another thing. He has, but he, so that that solved the recording thing. But in the yeah, at that in point, the fact that they couldn't see him if he covers up the cameras. Yeah, that's fair enough. But the uh, hotel manager calls him by his name and is like, you know, there's no sense in getting hit up, blah blah blah. And just as he realised, the car goes through the phone box. It's a bit of a fucking weird move if you because that that they're obviously they're trying to. They do this on the regular. You see by all the tapes, yeah. it's happened to several people. Destroying the phone box is a bit drastic, isn't it? Because he was never going to kill mm. him because that wouldn't have been made good film. That wouldn't have sold no. for good price. and it so. wouldn't have been on camera Yeah, either. so why did he fucking destroy his own phone box? Obviously for TV, it's for, it's for the film yeah, set, for the entertainment, set. yeah. But. No, I get, actually, yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, he, get, he manages to get back in, though. What I like about this film is that they both look dog rough. Yeah. In the middle of it, because... They they are shitting themselves. Like, that sweat patch on Luke Wilson's back, I could not stop looking at it for a solid ten minutes of this mm. film. And so, anyway, the lorry guy pulls up and... This is such a good part of the film. The, Clever. They, they're trying to get his attention and he's, like, he, he's walking and then the masked figures start... Do, do you know what I like about this is the fact that they even recognise at first. They don't instantly start getting his attention like, mate, he might be in on this, he might be one of them. Because at this point... <coughs> At this point, they know that that they've watched the tapes. So they know exactly what's going on. Someone's recording them, and the idea is you record them, torture them, and kill them. Not torture them, hostile torture them, but you torture them by throwing them around the room and just making it look yeah. good for, for for selling it to to sick people later on. So they, when the trucker pulls up, they, Dave. To be fair, it's David who's a smart one. He's yeah. like, he might be in on it. Then when they see the two masked men arriving from the dark, they're like, fucking hell, they're not. He's no, not in he's on not it. in on it. Banging the window and it. it the thing is, it's such a good climax in the sense where there's, it's not dramatic. The masked men just walk past him, walk yeah. past the trucker, obviously leaving him, which makes you think, why are they killing him? And then you see him hand over the money the and get the, get, get the videos the off him. I was like, over. whoa, I was like, that was fucking good. I wonder how much a snuff film goes for. I bet it's quite a lot of money. I bet it's expensive. And it's mad that there's actually snuff films out there. Yeah, the dark web's full of them. How? I'm just going to Google it now. How much does a snuff film go for? Uh, it doesn't actually say to be fair. It won't. It don't give you a price of oh. what's. I mean, to be fair, maybe maybe in an, on a normal internet page, it's yeah, not prob- going to say that. On there, yep, yeah. I'm now on the uh, watch list. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> 
But the, yeah, it, it must go for a lot. So they managed to find an entryway in at the bottom of the on the flooring and there's a tunnel system yeah like, this is fucking mad like, by this point it's clever though and it does bring out that claustrophobia now anybody who knows me knows that i don't have a specific fear but going through a tu- crawling through a tunnel and having somebody chase me from behind is the worst fucking feeling that mm. i could ever feel and so this would be my nightmare they end up running into rats and at this point i just wrote down hi I'm Lance Preston. Welcome to Grave Encounters. <laughs> Can you imagine him yeah. popping out? I was just pissing myself. I was like, oh God, he would have been so good in this film. But the tunnel does lead to a manager's office. The manager is pissed off because she manages to get hold of the phone because it's the only phone that's going to get any you know, service in and yeah. be able to contact anybody. She does call the police, but they had to cut, she had to cut it short. I don't get why he didn't grab one of the revolvers because he knows they're there. He said at the start of the film, there's there's two revolvers um, on. T- you know, like Americans showcase guns and yeah. they have them on a plaque. Uh, All Americans. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> quite, big, got in, a it's quite it big in America. Yeah, it is. Guns are big. Um, he sees that there's two revolvers up there and he says at the start of the film, he makes a comment to it about the hotel manager. So he knows they're there. You just fancy your chances and grab, grab one because the, the room that they get up in is literally next to the reception. Mm. Like, it's one door. Do you feel like the panic, though? Maybe, maybe you might forget. It's easy to say when you're watching it from an outsider's point of view, but... And it's the sort of thought that you've got somebody... So you're closed in... You're in a room, you're closed, and for that moment, you know that you're safe in that room. Yeah. And so it's maybe the sort of panic of, if I open the door, somebody's going to see me, because it's glass windows, and I suppose you don't know who's behind them. But, yeah, it it would have been a sensible choice. But the police officer is still on the phone when the manager walks in and they've worked out that they now know about the tunnel system as well because the latch is up from the basement tunnel flooring system thing. But it is enough for the cop to turn up and so they end up in the gas station. Is is it because the latch is up or is it because he hears the phone? No, he does. He hears the phone. But then, like, because they've had to pull it open, there's no way that they could have closed it. Well, they could have done probably, but they probably just didn't think about it. And so it's that and that, and then he realises that something's going on. So the cop does manage to get there, though. They're now in the gas station and sort of looking around. The hotel manager comes out to greet him and he's like oh no I'll, I'll show you the rooms because the cop's suspicious which i like it's not just oh have a nice night yeah. the cop's like yeah i need to check this out and so he goes into the room and he puts on a video and watches it and he realizes that something is not right i like that the cops the cop's not portrayed as an idiot he, he, re- yeah. he realizes quite soon what's happening it's an awful feeling in a horror film when the police family show up and the the antagonist like convinces him off yeah. his no it's all like, alright officer nice yeah and then you're like oh you were so close <laughs> Whereas this cop's like he knows he, his he, shit. he's not buying his bullshit yeah he knows there's something weird going on so the the, the guy the police guy comes out scared because they wanted to withhold it like Amy and David Amy wanted to go out but David was like no because we don't know if he's in on it as well so just pause and watch and so they're watching the cop comes out and he he looks scared and because he looks scared, the two are like, no, he doesn't know about this. Let's go. So they both run, get into the car, and the cop gets in as well and tries to turn the engine, but the engine's gone. And they've left the engine, yeah. like a part of the engine on the thing. I'm sure. Don't, don't he have a shotgun in his hands when he's in the police car? Yeah. Where does that fucking go? 
Why has actually. he not got that when he runs out the car? So he gets out the car, but then gets... There's no shotgun on him. Where has yeah. where the shotgun gone? I'm, I might be wrong, because I thought, surely that's such a bad that's such a bad plot for if he suddenly has a shotgun, gets out the car, and then he doesn't have his shotgun. So I, I, I didn't rewind, because I was watching it on a weird site that pop-ups pop up all the time if you pause it or anything. So I was like, <laughs> I'll just have to fucking... I'll have to ask Charlotte, see if she noticed. But I'm sure when they sat in the car, you see the barrel of a shotgun, so why would he not take that out with him? Well, yeah, he was what, and he, he had a gun anyway when he was walking around. Like, this this yeah. could have been helped. But, anyway, I don't know whether... See, th- this is this is where it starts to get slightly... I, I want to say unrealistic, because it, but it is quite unrealistic to begin with. Yeah. However, they've killed a cop now. Like, that cop would have been registered to go to that location. Yeah. The, the jig is up. Yeah, the jig is up. Yeah, you're right. Like, there's no way that they would be able to get out of that. Yeah. And so, it, it you know, it's a dangerous game to play, but I think it just makes them even more reckless. Yeah. Because it's the idea of, well, this is the last one we're going to make for a while. Funnily enough, though, it does have a sequel. Does it? Yeah, Vacancy 2. Mm-hmm. But I haven't watched that. Uh, David tries to get into the office, but he... Uh, he can't. He, so he makes Amy get into the air vent. Good plan. Solidly done. Good plan, yeah. That is that is a good good part of the film. It's a good place to hide. But I, the fact that she comes out later on pisses me oh, off. Oh, you I'd, would not. I, I would wait. You, you know that a police officer's been killed. I'd sit there and think, the police are going to show up eventually. I can sit in here for a couple of days, no danger. Yeah, you know I would have I mean? I, I'll just wait in here for the yeah. foreseeable. Yeah, I completely agree. And they're even clever enough to make it look like she'd gotten out through the window. Yeah, exactly. So he tears David's a bit smart of, as fuck. He's a good, yeah, good, good protagonist. He tears a bit of a shirt off and puts it on like a broken, jagged part of the window. And he says, you know, no matter what happens, you need to stay in that vent. Yeah. Like, whatever goes on, stay in the vent. And the problem is, uh, the guy stabs David. As soon as he opens, as soon as the, door he opens the door, gets... Which is sad because, well, I say I say it's sad. But I thought, oh fuck, saying not that if Amy had died, I'd have not given a shit. Yeah, you, you I'd, I'd, I'd have not been asked. But David, I was like, oh no, not David. Yeah, so he gets full on a full on knife to the stomach, and drops. But they do fall for the trick. To think Amy's gone, and think Amy's gone. He's, so he's like, say go get her. Yeah, go get her. And then he's in the, he, he stays in the room for a little while, but she, and and she obviously doesn't move for the thing until she hears that it's gone but it's sort of like she screams in the vent and i was like no don't cry yeah you don't say shit like i oh, i don't know how can you be in a situation and then let out the sound i mean i suppose you can't control it when you're that panicky but at the same point like your life yeah, yeah it's weird isn't it because it happens in a lot of horror films when they're like you've got to be quiet and like mm, under, yeah. the, under the it's like surely shut you can up. just shut up yeah surely you don't have to be sh- Fair enough in the saw trap when she's getting a key pulled out from her insides. I'm just trying to. If you were holding your mouth that tightly, no matter if you made a sound. I, d- but it I, I, come I out. think you could just be like, like you could just breathe out deeply. Mm. That. Well, you can hear it, yeah. But I just don't think you. Sh- I don't think you'd need to make that noise. No. Being being scared as in jumped is different. Like something you go, ah, yeah, like you can't help. That. You can't help that. But when when you know you have to be quiet and you're sat there watching something. That isn't jump scary or anything. Surely you can just sit there and keep it, keep hold of yourself for a few minutes. Yeah. So we don't actually know how much time's passed. It can't have been that long because she jumps down and the masked guy's waiting for her. Yeah. Um, but she manages to get in the car. This was a great scene because he just fucking jeepers creepers leaps onto the front of that car yeah. behind her. 
and climbs up like Spider-Man. He gets to her through the sunroof and the oh it, it's brilliant because he's just like grabbing at her yeah. she's driving and it's so frantic and that she ends up driving through one of the is it one of the rooms i think it's the, uh, the or is it the front reception no I, I think it's the um i think it's the honeymoon suite she drives through is it so she ends up oh, driving yeah i think it is because the honeymoon suite was on the end and david was killed oh was it because david was killed outside of one of the suites but it, it seemed, wasn't the honeymoon one though was it it, you know, it it, won, it was more in the middle. The honeymoon suite was one on yeah. the end, which I think that's the one that they went through. So I think it, I think it she wasn't. drives she drives through a yeah. and there's another guy there as well. So there's the one in the sunroof and the one in the in the suite, like, yeah. yeah, in the suite, and she just plows through him, and it's quite a brutal. It's a good death, death for it's both, good for, for the killers. I, I liked it. You, you got to see I him in pain. It. You got, it brought them back because they've been wearing like you don't really see them as humans throughout the film because they're wearing masks, but when when the when the, that guy gets crushed against the wall, his mask's off, yeah. and you can see his like you can see him as a human, and his his feet is suffering human pain right now, and it, it's see it's like satisfying. yeah, like you, I don't usually like a mask reveal, but I liked that one because because it, it wasn't like a this is us, yeah, this it is was, why we do it. It was it, was, yeah. it, it came off, yeah, like he didn't take it off, it just came off. And so there's two dead now, and there's just the hotel manager to go. Weirdly, I thought there was three of them. But maybe I'm wrong. No, I, I always thought there was two. Yeah, I thought there were three, but there's only two. So she gets back to the office and grabs a mallet to defend herself. Fair play. Yeah. Good plan. And then he uses the phone wire to to struggle. He played a good part, this yeah, hotel manager. He was, he good, was unhinged. Good, good role, yeah. Yeah. And he videos her about to die and it's it's fucking awful like he's hitting her he's yeah. like pulling her head up and she manages to get a hit in there's a massive fight she grabs a gun from the top and shoots him yeah and when she shoots him she shoots him yeah. like there's a few bullets that go through uh she ends up going back out to david who's alive yeah, miraculously which is great and she goes off to find um is it a phone yeah she goes to find the phone wire to connect it again yeah. doesn't she I love the fact they didn't bring the manager to life again, but there was that suspense. Yeah, like it was going to happen. Where is it going to happen? But it, it deserves doesn't. to die for throwing his, throwing the person who's trying to kill straight on top of a fucking loaded firearm. Yeah, it, it really made it, it made it, it made it easy point. for her, didn't it? Yeah, but it, I, I was just glad that it didn't do the one last scare thing. He was yeah. a human. He died. Yeah. It, that would have killed anybody. But there was always that tension there of shit. Is he going to come back? And I liked how they did that. Yeah. She manages to call the ambulance, and that's the end of the movie. All the happily ever after, though, except for the two killers and the hotel manager. And the fact that they may be divorced still. No, they'd have stayed together after that. Do you reckon? Probably. I don't know. I feel like the the immediately they would have gotten back together, but if they hadn't dealt with the problems, they'd probably yeah, I suppose still be in the I same suppose position. it's just more trauma on on top of trauma, so yeah. would have just added because obviously they lost a son, and then they nearly got they went for a brutal Butchered. night of trying to get murdered. Yeah, so yeah, so would it have kept them together? Maybe the sequel tells you. I Maybe it, it does. I, I, I haven't watched it. it. I, don't, I, bet, I bet it'll go on. To they didn't work together afterwards. I think. Oh right. And I've got more information on that in a Ooh. second. So, budget for this film, Oliver. Three million. You're way off. Nineteen oh. million. Nineteen million for this film. Fucking hell. But you can understand where it the money comes from in a second. Right. And what did it get at box office? Thirty-four million. 
you've nearly done it 35.3 million Ooh. you were 1.3 million off i think that's the closest you've been that except is, scream but write, you knew write that. that write that down on your book and then that, that then we know that that's now the closest i've been okay closest 1.3 million 1.3 million off that was good i'm proud of you Ooh. <laughs> what did I say? Thirty-four. Yeah, you said thirty-four. I'd put thirty-four. As if I didn't just say thirty-five. Four hundred k off. And you'd, that you'd have been, had that. That'd have, that'd have struggled to fucking beat ever. Four hundred k off. You've got one point three million to beat now. Yeah. I feel like you can do it. So the behind-the-scenes footage or trivia. The advertisers did a very good job for this film. They set up a phone number one eight 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 nine eight two 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 six two nine, and the last six numbers or seven numbers b-a-c-a-n-c right seven the last seven numbers start out vacancy right and when you rang it it made it sound like a real motel with the manager talking about slashing prices and killer deals that's cool yeah it's void the phone number's void now but when the film was coming out they did that the Pinewood Motel was built specifically for the film and had two separate sets, one interior and one exterior, which is where probably a lot of the yeah. money had to be spent. The snuff films that were shot on the first day uh, were all shot on the first day of filming, and the complete films are listed on the home video release. Yeah. So I'm presuming you can see the actual snuff films, yeah. which I thought was quite cool. So this is a little bit of a I've got a couple of things about the relationship between the actors. So Kate Beckinsale had a difficult time working with Luke Wilson. So Amy had a difficult time working with David. He reportedly showed up late and hungover and unprepared multiple times. Mm. And also when Luke Wilson refused to stand off camera during scenes, Kate had to read a lines to someone. So he sent his standing instead because he refused to do it. And Kate then sent him a picture of herself and refused to do his off-camera work. And the note with the picture read, read your lines to this. It will be better for the both of us. And they never worked together again. Fucking hell. That must be really difficult to act like you like someone. Yeah, but then again, that happens in a workplace. You don't yeah, get along with everyone. Yeah, you've got to act like you like people. Not me, though, because I love everybody at my work. I definitely don't. But you've, <laughs> but you've just got to get along with them because they're Yeah, colleagues. you've got to get along with them, the colleagues, and you've got to deal with it. It's weird how you spend more time with your work colleagues than you do your yeah, friends and family. it's so crazy, it's, isn't it? It's, it's worth investing in trying to get a decent yeah. relationship with them, isn't it? Definitely. Maybe not as an actor, because it's a one-job fuck-off kind of thing, but for us, I think for us, for us blue collars, we have to spend our time at the same workplace for most of our life yeah to be fair minus two people i feel like my closest friends are my work colleagues yeah. actually so the last one i had was sarah jessica parker you won't know who this is was originally selected as amy but dropped out but she was i mean you you've never watched it probably but she was carrie in sex in the city she's like the main character oh, no. i don't know i yeah, but she's in that. But she's quite a big actress, so for a, but Kate Beckinsale is quite a big actress as yeah. well. So it was they had very popular actors for this film. Nice. So my this is my would you rather, and I've got to get it right because I didn't write it all down. So I've got to I've got to sort it right. Would you rather? It is a would you rather. It is, and it's quite a good one. Would you rather be hunted? down in a home invasion but a hundred percent survive or would you rather be hunted down in the motel with a 50 percent chance of survival but you don't know you're going to survive so basically where would i fancy my chances more yeah 
but I don't. But think about it carefully. My home is in. Yeah, the home you live in. I'd probably have to say the home I live in purely because I know the layout of it. Mm-hmm. I know where's where. Like, in, <coughs> if you do it, if I'm doing it in a motel, I don't know where's a good spot to hide. I don't know, like, it, like if I was upstairs, like, you know, like, our stairs creak. Um, you know bathroom, which step Our creaks. bathroom floor creaks. Yeah, so it's that that landing thing there creaks when you walk on it. So I, I could be in, a, in the living room, like, hid behind the curtains where the patio doors are. And if I hear that go, I know exactly where they are, so it would make my escape quite a bit easier. True. Because I'd know, right, they've hit that spot. I've now got probably... You could even time it down to seconds. You, if I think, right, they've hit that door, if I make a noise now, it's going to take them 20 seconds to get to me. In yeah. that 20 seconds, I can get out of the back door. So probably home invasion. What about you? Uh, so I th- immediately this... The motel you... gives you a lot more room, which is a, kind of an advantage, but then I'd rather know where I am than... Well, I'm thinking more of the after effects. So originally it would definitely be in the home because you know the home well. However, I I could never go back into that house again. Yeah. And it would probably give me mentally... You're moving out soon anyway. Yeah. Got a house. Hey. Um, say the address then, no balls. <laughs> Don't say your address. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the... <laughs> you... Oh, carry on. Don't throw my cushion <laughs> up in the air. So... It would give me, like, long-term trust issues in any house, I feel like. But whereas a motel is a completely separate thing. So I could be like, they didn't they didn't go to attack my home. They went to attack a motel, and yeah. I just happened to be there. It wasn't that people were looking at my house. So I feel like I could separate it more. Because if I knew... Because if I 100% survived the home invasion, like, how do you... Ever, stay in a house by yourself yeah, again. Yeah, I get you. I so get you. I, I did think, like, initially... That is a good point. Yeah, initially, the home is better because you, you obviously know where the hiding places are, you know, you, you've got a greater advantage of the layout, but at the same time, if you're in a motel and you 100% survive it, even though you don't know you do, yeah, like, it, it'd just be easier. So I would probably go with a motel. Fair enough, that's valid points. Thank you. Right, so my film for this week, even though it's not one of my favourites, but we've talked about it a lot, and I think it's probably kind of right that we do do it, Paranormal Activity. Yes! Because we've talked about it a lot. We, we, we do. We comment about it a lot, but we haven't actually reviewed it yet. So we'll, okay. Paranormal Activity, so that'll be out next Monday, and then Thursday is your mini-episode. So. Yes. Okay. All right, thanks for listening. Bye.